Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You're commuting home with Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show. John Katzmatidis, are you there? I am here, and we have a, a Brian uh, Kilmaid had to go because he's going to be uh, starring on Laura Ingram tonight. And uh, uh, we have a new guest uh, with us. We have, how do you say it? Suba? Jit Basu. Suba Jit Basu? Yes. And uh, he uh, is uh, with Goya Foods. By the way. The best beans in the, not in the city, not in the state, not in the country, in the world. Those Goya beans are the best I've ever had. Thank you. That's so kind of you. We also feel the same way, and uh, you're so kind. Well, did you wish uh, Senator D'Amato a happy birthday before he left? I didn't get a chance, but I do wish him a very happy birthday. He has been an incredible senator for our state. In our location, that's fantastic. Well, thank you, Goya Foods, for being here. And I thank you for, I mean, uh, Gristini's and D'Agostino, we sell a ton of Goya products. And uh, thank you for, for, for keeping, you know what the difference is? Keeping the quality up. And that's the big difference. Actually, uh, that's an uh, incredible thing because Goya's quality starts from beginning to end. Our supply chain, which is right here in the U.S., the bean belt from New York State all the way to California. Yes. We get the best beans from from uh, the growers right here in America. We package them right here, and then we bring to your supermarket so our consumers can really enjoy it. It's, it's incredible. Well, thank you so much, Suva. And what do you do at Goya? I'm the CIO of Goya Foods, the chief information officer. I make sure all the technology and all our supply chain is humming every day. And you sell a lot of beans. I love those beans again. We do. Thank you. And uh, I understand uh, now uh, we have, do we have Dr. Mark Siegel on yet? Yes, I'm here. Dr. Mark Siegel, how come you're not on the golf course with us? I don't know. I wish I were. Well, Good tell us, what the, give us an update. Uh, Governor Hochul in New York declared a, almost a national emergency on this monkeypox. Is I anybody dying? No, and I have a hunch you're going to ask her about that more directly than, than, than on this radio show, but we'll see about that, and I won't give any details out. But no, listen, here's the deal. This, the, the monkeypox situation is almost entirely going on right now in the gay and bisexual community. The public health response to it has been anemic. We need more vaccines. We need more treatments. We need the FDA to approve T-pox for use in people with painful rashes. We need more testing. So instead of just owning up to that, let's put a 
camouflage over it and call it something it isn't, which is a, 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 world, a, a growing worldwide or community-wide problem. It is a problem, but it's almost predominantly in that population. We need, we need to focus in on that and, and expand the public health efforts in that area. And uh, Dr. Siegel, speaking of monkeypox, I was reading a story that the United States allowed 20 million monkeypox vaccines to expire. So here we have New York State and New York City. We're in this uh, public health crisis, San Francisco and other cities, and our federal government allowed these vaccines to expire. What the heck is going on? That's pretty disturbing. And by the way, to that point, New York City is at the heart of this problem. And I can tell you that when they say there's 5,000 cases in the United States and a little over 1,000 in New York, it's probably a little over six or 7,000 in New York. They're undercounting it. So that's the first problem. They actually have to count the right number. And the Gynios vaccine, which has been approved for monkeypox, it, as you just said, we're, it's a very slow rollout of this. 300,000 doses so far when we need about three or four million at least just for the population I'm talking about, for the population at risk. Those vaccines, as you said, have expired. You're talking about the Denmark batch. There's there's also now an increased purchase of these, Lydia, but not nearly to the extent that we need. It's a public health disgrace. It's a public health disgrace. What's the threat to the larger population of monkeypox? That's what I'm trying to say. If you try to go vote for a Republican, then you might catch monkeypox. Is that what somebody's saying? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's a joke. It's it's on the polling stations, right? They're smearing the monkeypox vesicles on a a polling station. Only if you vote for Republican. but the threat to the larger community, in my opinion, since this has been around since 2017, this is not another HIV AIDS. A, we have a vaccine for it. B, we have an available test for it. C, we have a treatment for it. And the ease of spread is not there. I think it comes from extremely close contact in almost all cases in sexual transmission. Yes, we saw that with HIV, but this is a lot easier to, to discover, to diagnose, and to isolate. And again, we have a vaccine for this. Now, can we talk about Paxlovid? So President Biden, he's experienced a rebound. Paxlovid is that antiviral medication. Now we're hearing that about 40% of patients who take the antiviral drug, which is similar to Tamiflu, will experience a sort of rebound effect. What exactly happened and what should he do about it? Or anybody else that experienced it? I want to apologize to Judge Weinberg, who calls himself a Democrat. But listen, (laughs) the situation here with the administration's handling on this is yet another bungle. I mean, you you haul out the president after five days and say, I'm going back to work. I've been working all along. I'm testing negative. Now I heard him with a nasal nasal voice say that I cringed. I said on the air, he's going to be positive in two days. Sure enough, he was. Does that mean, Lydia and group, that... Paxlovid doesn't work? Absolutely not. It does work. But with the emerging subvariants out there, there's a lot of virus. It's a much higher viral load. You're carrying more virus, so you need more Paxlovid. Has the FDA extended it to seven or eight days? No. So what happens is the, the, the drug wears off and the virus roars back, and then you see more, more effects from the immune system and inflammation. That doesn't show it doesn't work. It shows that it's not a cure. It shows that it decreases symptoms. It decreases virus. It decreases your risk of going in the hospital, but they, they, but you have to know how to use it properly. You're right. It's 30 or 40% of the time that you're seeing Paxlovid rebound, not 1% to 2%. They're using outdated data there. That's, be, that's in the old, old variants, not, not this new subvariant group. 
So who is it happening to? What age group? Because I'm hearing about it happening more so in the elderly population. It is because that's the population where you're seeing more inflammation, where you require more to battle down the virus. That's the population at the greatest risk. Definitely happening, happening more in the elderly population. And by the way, you could have a test that stays positive, and it doesn't mean you're going to get sick again, but it could mean that you could still spread it. That's the key. So Paxlovid wears off, and it's not causing the problem. It's the virus that's causing the problem, not the Paxlovid. Paxlovid, excellent treatment, but it's not a cure. So they probably needed a longer course of the Paxlovid in order to... Definitely, definitely. But again, try getting a pharmacist to agree with that. I am am all day long trying to get a second course for my patients. And in order to do so, I got to tell the pharmacist it's another infection because the FDA has to change their rules on it. They got to change it right away. You know, why, why do we expect like a magic bullet here? What about Tamiflu with the flu? A lot of times it helps, but doesn't cure the flu. Same thing. Right, it's just a tool in the arsenal against COVID. Now let's a talk about tool. A brain very shrinkage tool and a very poor look from the. By, by the way, Sorry. today is it's a real birthday day. I must say, today uh, my assistant in the office, Susan Bettencourt, it was her birthday. Happy birthday to her! Aww. And my good friend at the Archdiocese. Uh, Mr. Ted Bozzanellis, he was 77 today. That means he can work with 77 WABC <laughs> for the whole year. That's pretty good. I'm sure he's in great health, too, by the way. He sounds like a super guy in really great health. Talk he to is. Us all. He's a super guy. John, we were talking about this earlier, about COVID brain shrinkage. I mean, this is some scary stuff. Uh, repeated COVID, I understand. There's a study on it. The brain starts to shrink and your IQ drops by 10% minimum. Only if you're a Democrat. Now, listen, <laughs> COVID, That's the, COVID, lo- COVID loss of brain function is very much correlated with uh, the involvement of the loss of smell and taste. That's what NYU researchers are finding. But I got good news for you, John. I am positive. First of all, your son, I mean, probably an IQ of 300, but even you, like, you've gotten over COVID. I have to tell you, you haven't lost one single neuron, not one brain cell over this. And uh, hold on, we have another guest uh, here, and we have Gary and Gary and Julie. Tell us, uh, you're here to wish uh, Senator D'Amato a happy birthday too. Not only happy birthday to one of the greatest senators New York has ever seen, but I got my fairy hawks cap on. Oh my God! You play. Listen. For the for the right kind of sponsorship, we can play. You can play center field. I already got two sponsorships. I got flagship. We're going to have you sent uh, center field. And you'll you'll probably do a great job. Tell us about your company. So I'm a lawyer, and Julian Gentili in Staten Island. We we're on the uh, radio with you all the time on Bernie and Sid and a number of other programs, and uh, we're there just to really take care of the people of Staten Island and to make sure that we. Make them walk with You confidence. know, 30% of the people who live in Staten Island listen to uh, WABC? That's since I started advertising. That's why. Maybe more now. Maybe more now. We have and the other 70% th- want to listen to WABC. Absolutely. I'm on that and, and what kind of litigation you do? What kind of uh, defense? So we're a full-service law firm. We do everything from elder law and estate planning. We do a lot of matrimonial law, in which we say to people, please don't look at, at divorce as failure, but as a new start of your life. My we God, that's a, that, that's a good thing. Really that's a good true. thing. We have on the phone, on, uh, on the studio with us, uh, Dr. Mark Siegel, and, and uh, he's telling us about monkeypox, and he's telling us about, 
you know, uh, we got one minute left. Tell us that we, we got. The... I, I, I've got to say this. I think Senator D'Amato is young. We got presidents that are older than him, and I want to see Absolutely. him run for off. I want to see him run for Senate again. What are we What are we doing here in New York? I mean, we well, we're use... going to start a new campaign, uh, D'Amato for Senate again. I am well, I'm on the, I'm bored. I'm on board. And look, he'd handle the pandemic a lot better. He'd handle monkeypox for sure. Absolutely. And I want to thank everybody. Lydia, thank you for uh, my being my sidekick. And, and uh, Richard Weinberg, thank you. Anybody else in the studio, Lydia? Rudy Washington. And Rudy Washington, I haven't heard his voice yet. You couldn't get a word in edgewise, John. <laughs> couldn't get a word in edgewise. And thank you to all our guests. And Lydia, what do we stand for on this show? Truth. Truth, justice, justice and, and the American, American way. way. God bless America. Thank you all. God bless America.